This week's episode of Here's What I Don't Get is brought to you in part by Pixels. Pixels, the things that you're not supposed to see while you're at a movie theater watching a big-ass fucking screen. Welcome back to Here's What I Don't Get from North to South, East to West, the only intercontinental podcast to tackle all of life's toughest issues and the longest consecutively running podcast on the See You Next Tuesday podcast network. I'm your host, Tad Burr, with me today from the great red state of North Carolina, Uncle Buck. Yeah. How's it going, buddy? I know. Terrible. Yeah. Terrible. It's been a, it's been a bad couple of years at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which I'm, I'll, I'll get into most of it in my issue. How's things for you? Uh, things are, you know, not too bad. Uh, Thursday night, there was a storm that hit the area that I live in. And apparently it knocked out the glass furnace at school. And it broke it in such a way that it was not able to be repaired last week. So it's theoretically repaired today and will get lit up tomorrow, which means that there's no hot glass until like Friday. Which is, and last week I got fucked out of all my time working in the studio. And the week before that, I got fucked out all my time working in the studio. So I've gone like, it's been like three weeks and I've worked in glass like three times. I'm really starting to get pissed off about it. But you uh, slap your veins. Like I, yeah. I, like, I got to eat that. I got to that fix. I need my hot honey hands. Um, what? It Hot glass looks like, it looks like the, it looks like what you imagine the most perfect honey would be. I mean, Does I've seen videos sense? on, I, yeah. I've seen videos. I just, it, it, the, it, the awkwardness <laughs> with which you said it, it's like, I need my, my hot honey hands. Like you saw, you were trying to pick up a chick and it's been a little while. Yeah. It like, like it, it flows like honey, but then it also emits light. It's insane. Yeah. It's, it's a, uh, it's the fourth, fifth state of matter. I know about the four. Yeah, it's the fifth one. Okay. It, it's it's a saying. Because it doesn't it, it doesn't behave like a solid. Glass is not a solid because a solid when it so like ice, it freezes, it becomes a crystalline structure that's rigid mm-hmm. and when glass solidifies, it's basically a super cooled liquid, not a solid, because there's no tr- actual lattice working. Yeah, I remember hearing that when I was a kid, and like technically your windows are melting. <sighs> yeah. Just very, well, that's, very, that's not very actually slowly. true. Uh, that's a myth because what happens is when they were making old style windows, <clears throat> you would spin a disc of glass and then cut it into a square and then put it into a frame. And people would put the fat part at the bottom because it made it more stable. I just thought, and they were just talking about um, because glass is technically still a liquid, it's just slowly, slowly running like for centuries. Yeah. Towards not like that. Yeah. Hate death of the universe. Something but like yeah, that. other than that, it's been, um, I went and saw John Wick four last night at what might be my, it's so the last time I went to the movies was to see Sonic two and I got extremely drunk and passed out in the theater. Cause that movie sucked. So this well, time Sonic movie. Yeah. Well, the first one was good though, Buck. the first one was good. If you say so, the, the, the second one was not good. Uh, but so I went, I bought, so I loaned out my copies of John Wick one, two, and three 
on 4K Blu-ray to a friend when I live in Tulsa before the pandemic, and I never got them back. And so I was like, I want to watch these movies again to like to before this fourth movie comes out, but I don't want to watch them in shitty 1080p. I want to watch them in 4K. So I was at Walmart one day, and they had this box set, and it was all three movies plus like a deck of cards. And then it also came with a coupon for 10 bucks off of your uh, or eight bucks off of your tickets to go see it. John Wick four. And I was, and it was, it was on sales like 25, 20, 30 bucks. And so I was like, ah, oh, that'll be worth it. I'll get these movies again and I can, I'll just use this coupon. So I went to go use the coupon and the only IMAX screen nearby that the coupon was usable at was in Edwardsville, Illinois, which is 35 minutes away from where I live. But I want to see the movie in fucking IMAX, not in some like shitty little small screen theater. I want to like experience this John Wick moment in in giant, impressive 11K or whatever. Yeah. I fucking go to the movie theater. The screen is pixelated to shit. It looks <laughs> fucking awful. The subtitles are real bad, but then they do like these big wide panoramic shots. Like there's a shot of them in, in Paris in front of the Eiffel tower as they're like negotiating this duel. And it's this just gorgeous shot. And all the people look like little fucking lumpy monsters because the thing's so badly pixelated. And I was just like, fucking Why? Why? It started late. There was like 25 minutes of previews for shitty movies I'm never going to see. There's all these dumb fucking people around talking. And I was just like, I hate this. I fucking hate going to the movie theater. I cannot believe I fucking drove 35 minutes for this shit. I can't believe I spent 20 bucks on popcorn and and I fucking spent 20 bucks on a ticket. And I'm just fucking... I hate this. I would much rather just watch this alone on my fucking sofa, like a regular, like a person where the screen would look better than this. And I don't have to drive anywhere. I can have all the snacks that I want. I can make Jiffy pop. I really like making Jiffy pop now. Okay. You know, the stuff so, you make on the sofa. On the, I mean, no, I'm on aware the sofa, of what it is. I was, I was, uh, I mean, listen, how, it's how creative you are. If you want to set your sofa on fire, I'm sure you can Jiffy pop. Um, you got to remember, I was born in the 80s, man. I remember Jiffy Pop. So um, Aunt Buck and I actually got to go see a movie a few weeks back. Um, so we found this. She heard about this theater, uh, a, a friend of ours, up towards uh, like Wilkesboro almost. And uh, the tickets there are like ridiculously cheap. And the concessions are, are ridiculously cheap. And they're self-serve. Oh, wow. So you know what that means? You get as much as you want. You just... Bring like, like a Rubbermaid tub and just start scooping the popcorn in there. Yeah, as long as you buy kids, your we're gonna need bucket. your toy box. Dad's going to the movies. Well, a couple of years ago, I built my kids like a toy treasure chest kind of thing. It's yeah. it weighs eighty pounds, but it's like four feet by two feet by two feet. So like this, this, this like coffin essentially, uh, and it the, the thing get, like collapses under its own weight. You can't pick it up, but I would just take that in there and just like. <laughs> So you don't even use a scoop and you just push a button and popcorn comes out into your bag. And then you've got the little oil dispenser next to it. And so. Oh, so you can I, perfectly I, layer them. Yeah, because I, I was going to mention, you know, you know how the difficulty of, of explaining to someone, I would like the oil, the the butter substitute in layers inside the popcorn. Yeah. And then the person who's running the, the concession stand is 15 and they're like, huh? so you just, you know, you, you give up and you 
murder someone else. So um, See, they don't even have it at this theater. You the the oil thing was like not behind the concession stand. I got my popcorn, then I could put the oil on myself. So of course the top layer very oily and delicious. Fantastic. Everything else dry as fuck. What you need to do is bring like um one A of those tumblers. That, one of those tumblers they use for uh bingo. Oh, or, and just, yeah. And uh, just put your popcorn in there and tumble it as the oil pours in. And then just like, just keep tumbling it forever because it's, and then just until absurdity takes place. Uh, I was thinking is, that I was thinking while I was in the theater, I was like, I wish there was like a popcorn bucket that had like a small heating element, you know, battery powered. And then a thing that would like keep the popcorn fluffed. You, you see, couldn't I think cut a hole in the bottom popcorn. of it though. Yeah. Um, and Aunt Buck has gotten wise to that when we've been married for a while. So if I'm holding the, the bucket of popcorn, she won't eat any. Plus, she's got a real bad problem with getting the kernels in her teeth, the husks. So she'll eat a little bit of popcorn and then get mad. But no, we went and saw that Jesus Revolution movie, which is it was good for a religious movie. It's got Jonathan Rumi from uh, The Chosen, uh, a show which Joel inexplicably hates, despite Jonathan Rumi being Catholic. So um, anyway, it was, it was a good experience. It was one of the few good experiences we've had lately. Yeah, uh, I got like two giant buckets of popcorn. I still have part. So we didn't take the kids. I don't know yeah. how we got away with this. And I brought home like a bucket of popcorn. And I wanted like, I'm not going to, I have to hide this. So over in my chair by my defunct computer, I put the bucket of popcorn and I put this flight suit over it. So the kids couldn't find it. And then I locked my studio and I forgot it was there. And so now I've got like three week old bucket of popcorn. That's no good. I, uh, Tim and I used to go to school with this guy who worked at the AMC theaters in town mm -hmm. and he would show up to school like the day after a shift and he would have a trash bag full of popcorn and he would be snacking yeah. on it. It's like, number one, dude, that's day old popcorn. And number two, you're eating out of a fucking trash bag. And number three, give me some. <laughs> Faggot. No, I don't want any of his fucking popcorn. He had enough oil and grease on his skin. He didn't need the little pumper. He was just able to reach in there and it was all it was already there. Just rub his face in the in the dry yeah, popcorn and exactly. I mean, hey, whatever works. It's like that's the only person I think in the world that Tim actually truly hates. <laughs> <laughs> like imagine how laid back and, and boring Tim is, but if, if I were to have this conversation with him, he would just be like, I fucking hate that guy. It's like we would swap places mentally. He channels my inner rage out of himself. That's funny. Hey, uh, Tim. Tim's a gamer, right? So he doesn't play DCS, does he? He's a, he's a gamer. Yeah. Okay. Because um, there's a channel on YouTube I found, and the guy's voice is and accent is almost a dead ringer for Tim. Oh. And I keep meaning to bring it up, but I never do. Uh, the channel's called Long Shot, and the guy's like a DCS pilot, and it's a whole thing. Every time I'm listening to that channel, I'm like. God, I, I just hear Tim the Handlebreaker all the time. It's 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 not it's not exact. What like is DCS? Uh, Digital Combat Simulator. It's basically like a really 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 detailed flight simulator for ah. warplanes. Uh, and me having been obsessed with aviation since I was a kid, since I played Wing Commander for the first time, uh, I've somehow stumbled across like Growling Sidewinder's channel, and I was like, dude, this is so fucking cool, and. Uh, it became a real problem, but DCS, you have to have like a really nice machine to run and you have to have the time to invest in. You actually have to learn how the aircraft flies, like what all the little switches do. It's not like a plug and play where you just jump in and you're ripping and tearing. You're like, you have to be like, it takes a good 10 hour study course before you can get the damn thing off the ground. 
So well, that doesn't uh, sound fun at all. But if you're into aviation, it is. Mm. And like, I was always very interested in like what real air combat would be like. Most of it's BVR, which means beyond visual range. So you're like Fox three dive defend. Uh, but like when you get into real turn and burn, there's a whole poetry to it that I really, I find fascinating and I can't seem to shut up about it. So we'll leave it at that guy. Sounds like Tim. Mm. That was the point of the story. Tim has been doxxed. Well, you never hear the guy's name. So it just could be like Tim's alter ego when he, uh, pretends to fly airplanes and talk about the two for two circle versus the one circle and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. It's one of my well, nerddoms. Are you ready to get into some issues? Yeah. Um, you know, we'll do it this way. Uh, here's what I don't get. Watching a loved one die. So um, I'm going to go ahead and pour this up. You recognize this bottle? I do. That's uh, the last I've got of that vintage. And I'm going to pour up a little swig of it. I had you get a little bit. Actually, I just got a beer. Uh, it works as well. Um, so as people uh, have been aware, if they've been paying attention to me, you changed my, uh, my thing up there. I change it every week. Yeah, I had I had a cool one. You changed, uh, yeah, but you've already used it. No, I changed it a little bit. First one was uh, paranormal instigator. This was paranormal inseminator. Either way, I think you did inseminator before. I don't know. Probably, Let's probably not. Play the tapes. Play the tapes. So, um, to anyone who's been uh, following my saga for a while, uh, my wife, Aunt Buck, her mom has been on the decline, and uh, this is Monday night. Uh, what's today's date? The 27th. March 27th. By the time this episode airs, she will no longer be with us. Um, hospice is called in, and we're having to watch. Have you ever just sat and watched some, like, watch someone go through this process, the death process? No. Not where, like, they're killed in an accident or something, but, like, where they have the, this slow decline where they lay there and they slowly stop responding day by day and then their breathing gets weird and their blood pressure goes down and uh it's a whole it's a whole horrifying thing and we we've known it's coming for for a long time i kind of had a, a nudge from the lord two weeks ago that we had two weeks left so i'm figuring wednesday's about the day but um it's just it's it's it sucks man this sucks for one um <clears throat> so uh Aunt Buck's mom, we always called her Guggy on the show uh, because that's what Annabelle named her when she was little. Guggy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, Guggy's been a huge influence in my life for the past uh, 15 years-ish. And um, I don't know, man. It's, I'm, it's, it's not even for me so much that I'm watching someone that I care about transition into the, into the hereafter it's watching all the heartbreak of my wife and her dad and my kids uh, and like other family around, like people from our church who are summer blood relatives. Um, like just seeing everybody in so much pain, dude, it's God, it's fucking killing me. It really is. So uh, before I go any further, here's a little bit of my vintage. I just want to say here's to Guggy F in the chats, boys to Guggy. Oh, that's good stuff. 
and this will be the all that I drink tonight, probably. Well, no promises, but um, I don't know, man. It's like we've talked about things like cancer on the show. Oh, god damn it! We talked the fuck about getting out of here, getting bit by your cat. Um, it's I don't know. This one's just really poignant, I guess, because Aunt Buck has always been. Ex- she's an only child. And she's always been real close with her mom. Mm -hmm. And uh, like, she doesn't know how to function without her. And the mental, um, what's actually killing her is um, dementia. And watching her mental decline where she can't be coherent anymore. And like I said, for me, it's, it's one thing. I'm like, well, whatever. But I mean, well, not whatever, not whatever. It's just, Men I, I uh, process grief in a much different way than women do. <clears throat> well, it's it's not even. I mean, I, I'm sure, but um, like when when sword fighting buddy passed away, even though that was sudden, like that grief hit me in a different way. And so it's not that I'm like whatever that she's passing away, but it's I have a different view on it, I suppose, and I have a luxury of of seeing it from a more technical aspect and a more spiritually minded aspect and from just kind of haven't seen it coming for a couple of years. Uh, but I can't not be immediately affected by, um, my wife being torn up all the time. Yeah. So feel free to jump in. Uh, well, I, I haven't, everybody in my family has died, has died far away. So like uh, my grandmother and my grandfather both, you know, my grandfather died. Um, we had actually gone, we went and visited them. Uh, we were supposed to go visit them like in the next summer, I think. And But instead we, we moved forward the time that we were <clears> visiting <throat> because uh, basically, I don't know if it was my grandmother or my grandfather who told my mom, like, you guys need to come out sooner rather than later. So we got to yeah. see them and spend time with them and or with my grandfather and uh and then we left, you know, Saturday Saturday I guess we left and got home late Sunday evening and I think by the time we were going to bed Sunday evening my grandfather had died. Like the as when we left Saturday morning they went to the hospital and uh he sent my grandmother home from the hospital to go get some sleep and then he died uh, overnight. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, I and I, you know, that's the death of a father figure who obviously was able to hold on through seeing us for the last time and then also having the the foresight to not be watched while he faded. Yeah, I think maybe that's the difference between men and women, too, and that. I'd much rather die quickly and alone than making other people go through torture while I'm around. If I ever get to met diagnosed with dementia, I'm fucking blowing my own brains out. Well, I mean, so, um, so kind of death in the family has been a, a pretty recurring theme in the Buck household for the past couple of years. Um, in the past, Two years, we'll say, 
there was uh, my mom's younger sister, right? Car accident. Uh, substances were involved. I just got a phone call one night. Pam's gone. Holy shit. Holy shit. Um, my dad's younger sister, uh, cancer, very quickly, very aggressively. Boom. I get, a, I get a text at work one day. Judy's gone. Holy shit. Uh, my mom's dad. Uh, we, we, man, this was messed up. He came to Thanksgiving at my parents' house. He was tired. He, you know, you could tell he didn't feel that great. Uh, the next evening, Friday evening, he goes to bed. And my grandmother, who we've talked about on the show, Little Shirley, technically she's my step-grandmother. Um, she hears him, Shirley! She goes in the room. He's gone. Like, huh. just like that. So I get a text from my dad one evening, one Friday evening after Thanksgiving. Albert's gone. I'm like, oh, geez, dude. Uh, my wife has lost some family members, uh, and, and like friends of family, uh, her best, like I lost my best friend a couple years ago. One of her best friends growing up, uh, was found in a bathroom in a gas station, having been dead for three days. Uh, how that one happened is beyond me. I mean, I know how she died, how she was left in well, a no, grocery store three days, yeah. in, a, in a grocery store bathroom. So, um, there's some questions about that one and I don't want to dive too much into personal details but man it's just I'm, I'm kind of getting tired of burying people you know what i mean and then we we've, we've known that guggy is gonna is, is gonna be leaving us i kind of had that sneaky suspicion around november like where this is probably gonna be our last christmas weather probably sometime around the spring and i'm getting scarily accurate with that annabelle's trying to call me um so anyway uh that right there sorry edit that out then uh so like we've been kind of going through this process going through this process go to drop my kids off with my parents yesterday because they're on spring break and we got all this stuff going on find out that my mom's younger brother oh my mom's uh my mom has two younger brothers one of them passed away last year his name was tim no relation to tim the handle breaker uh must have been the handle maker i guess uh and then um uh, my other uncle on that side is now on his deathbed, uh, brain dead in a coma, no response whatsoever, no brain activity. So we're going to have to bury him pretty soon too. Um, I don't know, I'm just, it's getting old, man. I'm getting tired of burying people. Well, I really am. Uh, life is just a series of burying people until then you get buried. Yeah. I mean, because, especially so, uh, that's probably like the dispassionate logical part of my brain that like, and, and I've definitely been saddened by the death of people and there sure. are people in my life that have died that I still think of. And, and, you know, I feel this sense of loss even years after the fact. Um, but I also try and not dwell on it. And, not live with a fear of death uh, because, well, you know, so like the Klingons, they, they believe that our bodies are just a husk and your soul goes on to Stovacor, which is kind of similar to spending your life in heaven. Uh, sure. And 
I don't know that that's true. Obviously, you know, I, you, you believe what you believe. I don't know if there is a world after we leave this one. Um, but I know that it brings comfort to people to that do believe that. So I'm not Definitely. one to be like, no, no buck. Heaven isn't real. All your loved ones are just rotting in the earth. Like some atheists who are worthless pieces of shit. Uh, like, yeah, they're <clears throat> there. If there is an afterlife, then that's where they are. And that's where you'll see them. Well, it's, you know, the, the cause you just brought up, there's kind of different types of atheists and there's different types of believers. Um, and so I'm someone who has like, I've definitely seen firsthand evidence of supernatural stuff. So I have every reason to believe that what I believe is true, but there's always like, I mean, it just, it, it never really goes away no matter how hard you believe. It's like, well, what if you're wrong? The doubt. <clears throat> yeah. And then it's like, well, what if when you exhale for the last time you just, bloop, and that's it. And I'm one that like, that is a horrifying thought to me. And I know there's people who have like nihilists and whatnot, who have, who have found some way to find positivity in that. And I'm not one of them. Uh, I like existing. I don't know. I'm just, maybe I'm just a selfish asshole that way. So like that, like every time it's like, what is, what is my, my loved one experiencing now? And, 99.9% 99.9% of my brain is like, well, I know this person was a believer and I know that they're experiencing un- unspeakable, unimaginable ecstasy and joys and they're greeted by the ones that have gone before. And there's that one little asshole in my brain that's like, or they just went blip and that was it. I'm like, ah, stop. So that makes, I don't know, just that, just that one little niggling doubt always kind of ruins uh, what could always be you know, just a, like a super duper party. I mean, think about it. People always be like, there's the whole meme of like, I don't want a funeral. I want a celebration. I mm-hmm. want it to be a party when I die. And of course people don't usually stand around boohooing at a dead body at a party, but um, like there's that, it's that one little, like it's either the doubt or just the sad of the separation. Like, man, I'm going to have to go to the next, let's see, I'm 40 years old. Realistically, I got 10. probably 50, 50 years left. <laughs> Listen, I used to have a real strong uh, premonition that I would die in an explosion at 45. So let's, you know, let's just, you know, it is what it is. Uh, technically I'm 41. So, um, a truck I don't believe that, didn't believe he'd make it to 30. So, well, and I, and I, and I don't actually subscribe to the theory that I'm going to die in an explosion. It's just been one of those, like it popped in my head one day and it kind of like stuck there. So I don't actually subscribe to it. Um, I'm probably going to live to be like 140 uh, just to spite everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, just refuse to die and constantly being a cantankerous old man who steals candy from children and laughs about it. And, and, and has to bury like all of your loved ones. Cause at that point, like that's, that's always in, you know, if you watch Highlander, the whole like moral there is, yeah. do you actually want to live forever? Because all you, all your life is just like watching the people around you slowly suffer and die while you don't age. Yeah. And you, you feel miserable and also kind of selfish. Like, well, yeah, yeah. no, I get that. Um, realistically, like someone's head off. I might, I've got, I got, I've got a Highlander sword and I don't mean from the movie. I mean like an actual replica Highland Claymore. That's somewhere around here, probably over in that corner. Um, you've seen it, I think. Yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah, realistically I've got about 50 years left ish unless something stupid happens. 
And um, like I don't know, it's I'm getting sick of this process. But I have I always have to think like what happens in 50 years if like I am I going to go through the same slow decline or am I just going to like do what my granddad did, just mm-hmm. go to bed one night, yell at someone, and then just be dead. I think for me that would probably be the ideal way to go, just yeah. yelling at people. Uh, I want to go. Uh, I want to go in a blaze of glory, man. I want to go like giving the bird to everyone that I hate. That's what, so that's part of the reason why I'm not married to the idea of heaven. Cause like, Oh, you get to see all the people who went before you. It's like, I don't fucking like some of those people, man. Like really? Maybe I got to spend the rest of eternity hell. with them. Yeah, that's, that's true. Maybe they, maybe I'll get lucky and they'll go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine like a, you like walk up to the pearly gate, St. Peter's like, all right, Mr. Buck, uh, I'm going to let you right through here. And the, your the doors open. It's like your ex-wife. And you're just like, are you fucking kidding me? What are you? Are you fucking for real with this? St. Peter's like, here, slip me a 20. I got I got it. <laughs> no, no, Buck. Actually, you get to pull this lever. <laughs> it's, <just> like, <laughs> it's like a big flushing sound. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know something weird? So my ex-wife had a daughter before we were married, mm-hmm. um, but I was there when she was born, right? Because they don't, there's a whole, I'm going to get trash for that one. But yeah, I was there. Um, and uh, that kid just turned 18 this month. I'm old. Yeah. That's, Is that that's kid really, pregnant yet? No. Uh, if she falls in her mother's footsteps, she's got about three more years. Mm. So, um, yeah. Yeah. I think that's, I think, I think the big takeaway is I want to die screaming at people. Yeah. I think that's just a, I think that's, a brain aneurysm, like in the in the Zaxby's, just like <laughs> mid shout, like you motherfucker, <laughs> just cock right out. No, what happens is I'm going to be somewhere and I'm going to get so mad, like I, for whatever it is, like McDonald's gets my order wrong on Sunday morning again, again. Yeah. Like I told you, extra gravy, you send and I just take the gravy biscuit and fling it against the wall and lay down on the floor and die, <laughs> just in protest. I think yeah. I think that's how it's going to happen. I think they'd have to shut that place down. If you drop dead in there, they're going to be closed for a little while. And guess what? I'm going to haunt the shit out of that McDonald's. As you should. I'm, yeah, I'm that's, just, I, if I had to think about it, I think I'd much rather be a ghost on earth than go to heaven. Because I would just of, fuck with people incessantly. Think of but, all the chances of just abject dickery, man. Just shuffling shit around your house for no reason. Like, just go find all those people that I don't really care for and just fuck with their life. Let the air out of their tires and shit. Cancel their phone plan while they're not around. See, that was... uh, We'll back up for a second. I was supposed to be on the show last week. And uh, I had to work third shift. It was a whole thing. And I I told you and Joel and other guys in the chat, I was like, hey, uh, I'm I'm dealing with, like, some serious delirium right now from sleep deprivation. And I got in this weird argument with myself while I was driving to work one day about whether or not birds had magical powers. Uh, and uh, and I, obviously, I don't believe that. But when you're sleep deprived, you, you, you know, the, the, other con- the other side of the conversation gets really interesting. Mm-hmm. And I decided that birds do have magical powers, but they're only the mundane kind that are just more annoying than anything. So, like, they can and it's like some birds can impersonate your voice. Mm-hmm. So they wait till you're asleep and they steal your cell phone and they cancel your phone plan. 
That's that's bird magic. Yeah. Da, 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 da. That's my issue. Well, that brings us to the middle of our episode, which means it's time for... This episode is brought to you in part by... The Ricada News Network. Definitely not fake news. Definitely well, not using a limiter. Whew. Yeah. Uh, are you a big uh, Marvel fan, Buck? Fuck Marvel. Well, I've got bad news for you, you big Marvel fan. Jonathan Majors, also known as We Was Kang, is was arrested in New York City for assaulting a woman. Uh, a judge released him without bail on Saturday night, but uh, he's charged with misdemeanor assault, aggravated harassment, and attempted assault and harassment. He's due back in court in May. Um, now, this would not be news like some guy of a certain uh, sure, yeah, yeah, type yeah, yeah. beats on his lady. Nobody gives a fuck. But you're starring in a, you're starring as the major villain in a in like the upcoming Marvel phase, whatever movie. He was just doing a character study. That's all. Yeah. Well, the crazy thing to me is not <clears throat> this news story. It's the comments and reaction to this news story, which is like, it's not like uh, you remember earlier this year, Jeremy Renner, like ran himself over with the snowplow. Did he? Yeah. He was, he That's was like funny. clearing people out of blizzards and, and his snowplow uh, came loose while he was outside of it. And it like ran over his legs. And he's, he's in the hospital, like bedridden. He's going through physical therapy. They're like, he may never walk again. Well, awesome. much like this, this story, the comments are all like, I hope he gets better. He's got to be Hawkeye in the next Avengers movie. And this one is like, what are they going to do with Kang in the the Avengers 11, Kang's dynasty? And it's like, seriously? A woman is being beaten and your concern is like, but what about my comic book films? What about my films? <clears throat> yeah, there's a, there's a certain lack of self-awareness. That, uh, here's what I like was, I don't know if you noticed this or not, but like every review of that movie with him in it, they're like, oh, he's the new up and coming big thing. He's going to be the big star. He's the, oh, his acting chops in this movie. Like they gave him a bad character, but like, oh man, he really, boy, did he really play this part to the hilt. And we just can't wait for the bright future of this young man. Smack. That's also funny. Yeah. It's, I, I you know, my first bonus episode, I brought in the Marvel Cinematic Universe as my do get. I remember. And I really would like to backtrack on that because at the time, <laughs> at the time it was good. But at this point, like, I don't know how many movies they've released in the last few years. I haven't fucking seen any of them. None of them look interesting. None of the upcoming movies look interesting. And, and, and they've introduced this uh, multiverse thing. And so they're like, they're, I read, I saw a headline that um, so the new Deadpool movie, like they're bringing back, um, what's his name? Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. He, after after Logan was supposed to be his final deal. His swan uh, Patrick, song, yeah. Patrick Stewart was in um, Doctor Strange, I think. But they're bringing back a bunch of other people from these other movies, from Daredevil and stuff. And it's just like, well, now that you have this multiverse, you can just kind of be like, oh, oh, yeah, we killed uh, Iron Man, but now we're going to bring in Iron Man from Universe 2, so it's all okay again. 
And and yeah. people are speculating that uh, Robert Downey Jr. is going to come back. And why wouldn't he? They're going to be like, we'll give you $100 billion for this to come back and be Iron Man again. We'll give you all the money. And he's going to say, sure. Yeah. yeah. You know I have respect Because why for? wouldn't you? Um, wait, uh, do you have the Power Rangers thing as, a, as, an, as an article coming up? I do not. Good. So they're doing that Power Rangers reunion thing with just two Rangers. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, yeah. There, there, are, there are four Rangers from the the original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers in that show. And I think Aisha is also back, who was the Yellow Ranger after Trini left. And died. Um, now so, she's dead. Well, she died just after doing the show, I think. No, so, she died um, like 10 years ago. Did she, no, she died in like 2001, something like that. Yeah, the show was in 1993. You said 10 years ago. That would have been like... Anyway, so she'd been dead for a minute. Um, but like someone was talking with uh, Amy Jo Johnson, the original Pink Ranger, about why she didn't come back for the movie. And they're like, was it because they weren't offering you the right amount of money? And she was like, no, nah, the money was fine. I just don't feel like wearing fucking spandex in my 50s. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, the wall has spoken. Thank you. Yeah, because they also didn't bring. Well, uh, they also didn't bring back. Um, Austin St. John. Austin St. John's Jason, which I, I, so I saw, I watched the trailer for it and I, I have to admit, I am looking forward to watching this because my favorite Ranger growing up was always Billy. And so I watched that trailer and I was just like this, it's only 55 minutes long and you get to see the original Rangers again. You know, I'll put it on and see how, how terrible it is. Uh, but it would be a lot different if it was because the storyline is Trini dies and her daughter like wants revenge or something and wants to take over being the yellow ranger. Well, that's how it's going to pay off in the end. But uh, but then they have Rocky and Catherine who didn't fight with Trini. And it's just like, well, it would be a lot different if it was Austin St. John and Amy Joe Johnson as instead of these two. But, you know, you get what's what going to happen is. Trini's daughter is going to find her, um, her like dinosaur coin under the couch. And she's going to like use it to lead her around the house until she finds a shed. And then they're going to, she's going to like fix, she's going to go down into a basement and repair her, her tiger zord or whatever it was. Saber tooth tiger zord. Saber tooth tiger zord. She's going to repair it without any knowledge beforehand of how it's done because, uh, Trini's, Mighty Morphin Ghost is going to come in and show her how to do it, and then she's going to go out and uh, in a, in a whole... Ghostbusters Afterlife. Yeah, that's, they're just ripping it off. Yeah. Uh, I well, also I just want to point <clears throat> out that um, before the the saber tooth tiger sword was destroyed, which is why they had to get the ninja coins and then have the which is where Catherine and uh, Aisha and. Uh, Who's who is the other one? Rocky all come in, and then they, so, they be, become Zio. Whenever that show first came on, I watched it. I was the, I was the demographic for that show when it first came on, right? Yeah, me too. Like uh, Amy Jo Johnson was my first like awkward adolescent boner. <clears throat> um, so uh, I watched it until like the first three range, like those three Rangers exited the show. And then I was like, oh, well, this is just terrible now. I don't want to watch this. Like, I literally don't think I watched the next episode. I was like, I'm done. 
Mm. Like I, I also write myself out of the show. Uh, yeah, so I wonder if they're going to like address any of that continuity. I'm sure they won't because I'm sure it's just like we made a little thing because this show's 30 years old and we want to cash in on you dumb millennials who watch this as children. That's kind of like when they made a Sonic movie. I was like, are they going to honor anything from the uh, Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog cartoon that used to come on no. right after school? Well, I don't know. Maybe they did. It was a good like, movie. The first was, one. Eh. It was watchable. The thing was, so Tim and I went and saw that movie expecting it to be total trash. So everyone went to watch it because they knew that Jim Carrey was going to chew the scenery like he always does. And he did. And he did. And he did a great job. But the thing was watching that movie is that it was the first time in a long time I was watching modern entertainment. And then we're just like bonking me in the head with the message and other stupid like girl pa- there was a there was a trailer there's a trailer before John Wick for this movie. I think it's called Sisu. Or something, but Tim jokingly called it Johan Wick because it's like Finland. It's this guy in Finland. He discovers some gold. He's like riding his horse back to the to the city. He gets stopped by some Nazis. He kills them all, and then he's like on a one man rampage against the Nazis. It's just like no one gives a fuck. But but in it, there's a shot where there are like nine women lined up with guns and the whole thing's being narrated by a woman and I'm just like, oh, this is a fucking Trojan, strong women Trojan horse. I can feel it. And the Nazis are going to be saying shit like, make Deutschland great again. Yeah, they, they, it's. I'm so tired of Nazis as an enemy in media because uh, like the last survivor of Pearl Harbor died this week. Um. The greatest generation are all about to die. You guys raised a lot of really shitty kids. I don't know if we should be calling you the greatest generation anymore. Maybe we should call you a bunch of like war fuck ups. Well, anyway. I mean, I, I, yeah, I mean, they, they came back and they didn't know how to handle the stuff they'd seen. So they like kind of just checked out on being dads. Yeah. Um, that happened quite a bit. Uh, well, we got new human rights in the, in the mix, a team of military medical practitioners at the U S department of defense defended gender affirming care, including hormone replacement and puberty blockers for dysphoric minors as young as seven years old. This is what our tax dollars are going for spending for defense for doctors to tell us that it is a human right for someone under the age of 18 to take body altering drugs for a mental illness. I can we stop fucking paying taxes, please? Yeah, I think that's a great idea. Um, so I'm just gonna go ahead and braid this right here. This little I think that's what everyone needs right now. It's a piece braided. of rope. Yeah, I, it, anytime someone starts talking about hormone replacement therapy for kids who aren't old enough to like have hormones in the first fucking place. Yeah, and, yeah. and like Kids, because kids are so confused about everything anyway. Like, kids haven't discovered their identity anyway. Mm-hmm. So. Well, Buck, I mean, when I'm sure when you were when you were seven years old, you wanted to be fucking Peter Venkman or Batman or some stupid shit. Like, we all had dumb fucking ideas about what we wanted to be in life when we were seven years old. And your parents were like, yeah, that that's cute. You know, you can be Batman. You can be Batman. And and then they're like, they'll grow out of it. And now parents are like, oh, do you think you're a girl now? We'll start fucking taking some pills. 
Yeah. Um, I just, I really like, I'm looking forward to the day when society kind of hits a speed bump and things get reset. Society gets reset really hard. And I'm not talking about like the great reset or anything like that. I'm talking about the world war. There's III. finally a speed bump and like men have to be men and women have to be women because otherwise we die. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm just, I'm, I'm like, it's not that I'm looking forward to humanity losing people. I just, I'm looking forward to like everyone having to drop the facade and be like, Oh, playtime's over time to be time to be human beings again. You know, I, and it's probably not going to happen until someone opens the gates from inside and lets the, lets the hordes in. But uh, yeah, we dream. desperately need like uh, an asteroid or something to hit this planet and wipe out half of all life. Thanos was right. We we are a fucking scourge. It's time to wipe us wipe ourselves out. Let's start lining up. We'll go alphabetically. <laughs> well, I'm changing my name to uh, Uncle Zuck with like uh, 18 Z's. Yeah. Anyway, well, uh, I got one last thing, um, kind of related to the last story. NPR published a story the other day about how there was no evidence that they sent this tweet. The international governing body for track and field will ban trans women athletes from elite women's competitions, citing priority for fairness over inclusion. Right. That's the headline. That's the news story. And then they put comma, despite limited scientific research involving elite trans athletes, as if that disproves the statement before it. Even though we can all see with our own fucking two eyes that like men and women are good at different things. That's why uh, high school soccer teams routinely beat the women's U.S. soccer team. Like the top elite women are getting blown out by fucking high schoolers. Yeah. Uh, there's definitely a difference between men and women. And so uh, NPR had to fucking swallow its dipshit. And also another fucking thing that I'm getting my fucking money stolen from. So these fucking people can lecture me about how there's no scientific studies that men are better than women. Have they not fucking read the book? Uh, Pretty scientific. And so they had to then fucking uh, tweet out a retraction stating that, yeah, there is research to show that higher levels of testosterone do impact athletic performance. Not not that, oh, this thing is wrong. It's just like, yeah, scientifically, the little, the fucking kernel that makes you good at things is in men more than it is in women. And they're like, yeah, but that still doesn't count. I'm so fucking sick of being lectured by people that I'm fucking paying their fucking jobs for. And dipshit liberals will come in here and be like, oh, well, actually, NPR's funding is only like 0.1% is taxes and the rest are blah, blah, blah. Then stop fucking taking it out of my fucking paycheck. You know what? You know what the fucking one percent would go a lot better towards literally anything that i want to spend money on not what you want to fucking spend money on so fucking tight sick and tired of taxes i want you to pay a living wage you need to pay a living wage 30 percent of your money is being just fucking siphoned out of your pocket before it even gets to you that is accurate fuck taxes man anyway i agree um I had, a, I had a secondary point I was going to make to that, but I forgot it because I'm over here playing with this cable too much. Playing with his own cable. Well, this has been... I love that band.
Well, uh, that takes care of our legal obligations this week, but you know it does take care of? <laughs> Paying our taxes. Paying our taxes. And you can help us pay our taxes by visiting subscribestar.com forward slash HWIDG, tip.hwidg.com, and patreon.com forward slash HWIDG, which stands for... Here's what I don't get. Which is the name of the show. And over there, we have five tiers. We have one, the one buck tier, which gets you early access to each week's episode, plus our monthly minisodes. Buck and Tony did a minisode recently that was pretty good. I had um, fun with it. They were, they were clearly goading. Tony was clearly goading uh, Buck into things, but it turned out pretty well. Yeah, uh, I, I had a lot of fun with that because it was, it was very obvious he was trying to get me to, like, spurg out. Yeah, we have our two dollar tier. We throw the random bits and bobs we do now and again. Um, Chaco and I did a like behind the scenes, just kind of hang cast recently. That's out. Tim and I are going to be good. doing a review of John Wick Four. Uh, we have our five dollar bonus episodes. Here's what I do get: where you drop the hate and talk about what's great. We've got to figure out a time for someone to do some of those. Then we have our ten dollar tier, where you, the fans, submit a film. You vote on what film we watch, and we watch and record officially the commentary. And then finally, we have our $50 Spike Producer tier where you get a say in the show. You can ask for a special format change or a special episode. Um, anything that your heart desires that we can reasonably fulfill, we will do so. Uh, reasonably kind of put, fulfill. Started putting together some stuff to do our big episode 334 is going to be a really big special Spike Producer episode. So uh, okay. thank you to all of our patrons, big and small, for supporting the show. Thanks for everybody sending us tips on stream elements or supporting us on Subscribestar. We would not be able to do the show without your generous support. So thank you so much. But uh, let's get back into some issues, shall we? Let's do it. Here's what I don't get. The Disneyfication of animals. Yes. So we live in a gynarchy. At this point in time, I think it's it's pretty self-evident. Um, and by that, I mean, we're not a matriarchy, right? Where we're led by women. We're a gynarchy where we're led by estrogen. And that's a good distinction. We have like so boiled away masculinity in this world. And we've and part <clears throat> of that is like the problem solving. And Disney's a bad one for it. And what they've done is they've like created good and bad animals. So people will like love and hate animals based on their perceived notions of what they are in cartoons. And specifically, I'm talking about squirrels. I fucking hate squirrels so fucking much. Talk about a worthless fucking vermin animal. You know, yep. if there's a mouse in your house, you can go to the fucking Walmart and buy poison and traps and sticky things and snapping things and things that they get caught in. You don't even have to fucking see the thing. There's a hundred ways to kill a mouse in your house. Rats, same, same deal. Uh, gophers now moles. Those are, those are a problem. People don't like those things. It's not as commercially viable to kill them, but it's still like, Oh, you got moles. Yeah. You got to kill them. Yeah, you can, get, you can buy mole traps. But fucking squirrels, they're in all kinds of Disney movies. They're big fucking fluffy tail. They got fucking squirrel girl in the comic books. They just, they're, oh, they're cute. They're cute and cuddly little animals. I just want to squeeze them. And so when you Google a very simple thing, I encourage everyone, whatever uh, search engine you want to use, Google, DuckDuckGo, Brave, Alta Vista, Ask Jeeves, fucking whatever, Bing, Google. 
how to kill squirrels. And I fucking guarantee you that the top results are going to be a bunch of pages and pages and pages of people being like, you shouldn't kill squirrels. You shouldn't kill squirrels because if you kill squirrels, the, the squirrels, the poison eat will get into the things that eat them. And it could be eaten by birds. It could be done this and blah, 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 and squirrels and you should relocate. And there's like pages and pages of propaganda about how you shouldn't kill squirrels because they're cute. And then you get on the fucking things in the comments. Someone will be like, so finally like scrolling through pages and pages of comments on one of these fucking things. I finally found someone who's like, you need strychnine. You need uh, this other poison. You mix it up with peanut butter. You put it somewhere where the squirrels will eat it. They'll eat it, and then they drink water. Their blood, they fucking have a, uh, their body completely hemorrhages, and they die. They die far away from your house. F thank you. Thank you, random internet poster. That's what this fucking article should have been. I don't need a fucking lecture from the article telling me, oh, you shouldn't kill squirrels because they're good to... I've already decided. I've already jumped into the murdering of squirrels. That's what I'm doing. I don't need to be fucking talked out of it. Now tell me how to fucking kill them or get the fuck out of my way and stop fucking cluttering the internet with all your womanly bullshit about how they're cute and I should fucking love them. They're fucking tearing into my fucking attic chewing on fucking wires and shit. They're fucking ruining cars, you only like squirrels because you're not having to fucking deal with them. As soon as you have to fucking deal with them, you'll be just where I am, trying to commit a mass genocide against those fluffy little rat bastards. I fucking hate squirrels, and I fucking hate these fucking women that have ruined our fucking culture where you can't just solve a fucking problem anymore. Now you gotta fucking do all this mammy-pammy bullshit to hop around the problem. Oh, you gotta build them out. You gotta do this or that. No, you know what fixes the fucking problem? Death. Death upon them. I feel that way about woodpeckers. Good. Um, fucking kill them. I don't care. Because one has pecked a hole in the in the wood paneling of my house. It's several places, and he's pulling out uh, insulation. insulation. Yeah, and I the, you can't get him. Yeah. What, what are you supposed to I'm in a neighborhood. I can't just like run outside and like start randomly shooting a shotgun at the side of my house. I mean, I could, but it would, it would be frowned upon. Um, I have a YouTube channel for you that you're going to love. Yeah. It's called Mousetrap Mondays. Are you familiar with it? No. They have the, oh, I just, oh, this is the best. I'm relishing this. I'm going to describe this device to you. It's this cylinder. It sits, it's, it's looks like a, almost like a, a fire extinguisher almost. And you mount it to the side of a tree, but it's small, like a, like a 20 ounce bottle almost. Uh -huh. And you put bait up on the inside of it. And then you install a CO2 cartridge. And what happens is, there's a little sensor and it has, has to have batteries as well. There's a little sensor in here. And as the mouse squirrel, uh, wayward hobo reaches up inside there to get at the bait, they trip the electronic eye and the CO2 cartridge ignites and fires what is essentially like the striker of a, of a doorknob like uh -huh. right through its head, matches it completely in half. Amazing. Um, and it's, it's, and it makes the most satisfying like sound when it does it. And so this channel, though, it, it, it speaks to the point that you're making about people being so uh, enamored with animals. This guy keeps getting his videos taken down, demonetized. Yeah. Uh, he's had his channel threatened. Like He's got thousands of videos. He's been doing this for years. I've been watching him for years. Sean Woods is his name. And uh, like people started complaining that he was being inhumane by like testing out mousetraps in his barn. So the guy's a farmer. He's got a barn constantly full of mice, rats, yeah, uh, squirrels, you name it. They're always chewing up his equipment. 
he's killing them. And so he's testing out different mousetraps to see what works. The most popular one by far is this. You fill up like a five, uh, like a five gallon bucket full of water or in the case of scoring, probably you your trash can build a ramp and, up to it and they fall in. Well, there's that or the one where like they try and there's like a roller that spans the thing and you put peanut yeah. butter in the middle and they go bloop, bloop, and then they just they just fucking drown. Yeah. And you have like a bucket full of dead mice by the end of the night. Um, every time, every time these videos get demonetized, he's finally had to start like editing them and put the unedited version on his Patreon. Uh, because people just like like the one where he, he you see he filmed the squirrel. He like set up his little trail camera and you see the squirrel climb up the tree stick his head in little thing and you hear that um, just gloriously satisfying ka-chock! and you see the squirrel like go and the little, the little bushy tail just goes like it was like he stuck his finger in a light socket yeah. and then slumps to the bottom of the tree just like hits the ground with a thud head first boom, and it's just a bloody stump it's the best thing ever he had to take it down yeah it, it's I hate I hate this world we live in where you can't solve a problem you constantly have to be fucking lectured about the thing and and you get lectured from people. So, like, my mom had problems with squirrels. She bought this house. It's in the middle of fucking nowhere. And it had the house had been empty for, like, three years before she moved in. And so the fucking squirrels went hog wild on the place. They were they had torn out all the eaves, and they were building nests in the house, and they chewed out a bunch of wires. So when first thing she did when she had to move in was bring in an electrician to rerun a bunch of wires through the attic and then rebuild the eaves to be potentially squirrel proof but they're still like fucking finding ways into the side of the house it's like the first year year and a half she lived there she's you know chasing the holes and trying to run them out and keep them out of the house and then block the holes and and she's like well there's no there's no poison that works because you can't use regular rat poison you can't use a chunk of rat poison you have to mix it up with peanut butter and then they'll eat the shit out of it They'll eat that fucking shit like it's candy and that'll kill them. But you can't find that information easily online because every fucking article is about how they're good for the local wildlife and they do this and they do that. And it's all from fucking people that live in the middle of cities and have never had to actually deal with the inconvenience. Now, a mouse is in your in your pantry and you'll fucking put bait traps and poison down. You don't give a shit about that. Glue traps. Glue traps and shit, yeah. But... uh you fucking see this shit on YouTube. You see this guy's barn that's being eaten to down by mice, and it's it's you're divorced from it. You don't have the fucking problem. You'll call an exterminator on that shit. No problem. They'll they'll run off dogs and shit from their their yard. But oh, cute little squirrel. I saw the little squirrel. Remember in the fucking uh, Sword in the Stone when he gets turned into the squirrel and the squirrel falls in love with him. That's the picture of squirrels I have in my head. In my head, not the sound of them constantly trying to chew their way in through the side of your fucking house. Not the fucking uh, interior electrical poop. wiring of your car being eaten away by these fucking vermin. They are vermin. <clears throat> they are covered in fleas and ticks and other fucking nasty shit. And that you would not fucking hold one for 10 seconds. I saw a video of a squirrel had like fallen into someone's little inflatable pool and it couldn't get out. And the lady like tries to pick it up on the chair and then it d- jumps at her when she tries when she's trying to get it out and it ends up back in the pool. And I was like, good, fucking leave it. Let it get fucking tired and drown. Fuck you, squirrel. Fuck every one of you. Fuck you and all your squirrel friends. The college that I went to, the fucking president's wife, when I, the year after I graduated, it was announced that they were like, a billion dollars in debt or something. Maybe it was a hundred million dollars of debt. It was some obscene number of debt that they had. Right. And 
there was a fund. The president's wife wanted to like to see squirrels on campus. So there was a fund where my school bred squirrels to release on campus that then would, you know, they don't stay on campus. They, no, they go everywhere. Migrate out into the city. And when I found that, I was like, oh, that's why there's an inordinate number of runover squirrels on every fucking street in this city. All over. Because there's, like, you've completely unbalanced the local wildlife in order for you to be like, look, a cute little squirrel. So one day I was riding my bicycle and I accidentally ran over a squirrel. It, it was on a tree and it darted down the tree and out from a bush. And I fucking nailed that fucker and didn't quite kill it. It's all like fucking sketching around on the, on the ground. Didn't even hit the brakes. I was just like, I paid for that fucking squirrel. I fucking hope it dies and scares some sorority girl. So, um, man, there's a couple of ways I want to go about this. I told you before we started recording, I used to hunt squirrels in my backyard when I lived in uh, up at the, at the old house. Yeah. Um, uh, and I had a I had a situation like that where I would use a little twenty two. Um, I think you fired that twenty two as a matter of fact. You want the yeah. scope? Yeah. Um, I would sit there and I would go outside and they would be up in the pecan trees outside and I just and then I would uh, I had a woodshed back then, which I think was gone by the time you came, and. uh I would literally skin them and tack their hides to the side of the woodshed to dry. I'd rub it in salt, tack their hides up. And I would, I had like a whole like freezer bag full of rolled up, perfectly preserved squirrel pellets. I'd throw the meat out and like wild animals would eat it because squirrel meat doesn't taste very good. But um, I must've had like 30 and I traded them to a guy for some, to like this guy that does leather work and makes like sporins in it, like Scottish stuff, sporins and whatnot. Uh, he gave me a spore and, and trade for like those 30 pellets. It was really great. Um, how do you feel about uh, possums? Possums actually like fulfill a need. They, they're, they're natural exterminators of insect life, which is the only thing that's lower than squirrels and vermin. So, but possums bug. don't get a, aren't cute. They're fucking ugly, hideous little monsters. And so they're not revered by women the way that, yeah squirrels are so ant buck uh doesn't like possums and we used to have them out there quite a bit and so i went and borrowed from i think my grandparents um those have a heart traps you know what i'm talking about mm-hmm. it's a, so for anyone who doesn't know what a have a heart trap is it's like a rectangular wire mesh cage with two trap doors on either side or one trap door on either side and a pressure plate in the middle so you put bait in the middle and the animal goes in steps on the pressure plate to eat the bait and the doors on the end swing down in such a way that the animal cannot push it open. And then uh, it's called have a heart because then you can go and take it and release it into the wild or whatever. Or you could do what Aunt Buck decided to do. I caught her this big, fat, juicy possum and she was already mad about possums. They didn't do anything to her. She just, they bear her, they bear their teeth when she would come close. Like, mm-hmm. And there's the myth about uh, uh, rabies. So, and I, I don't have a particular love for the things like they were, you know, they're annoying. So I let her take that 22 and she would go out and like just straight up shoot the thing straight in the face whenever I'd catch one. And uh, that was also how we learned about the, the phrase playing possum is legit. Uh-huh. So their brains are tiny, like itty bitty, bitty, bitty little things. And if you don't know possum anatomy, you can shoot it in the face in the wrong place and not hit the brain. So she did the first time she shot it square between the eyes, which apparently is not where the brain is. The thing rolled like slowly rolled over 
And we were like, okay, it's dead. So we go and prepare to do some other stuff. We're going to come out and get it in a little bit. And we come out, the thing's back up, trying to find a way out of the cage. <laughs> After having been shot in the face. So I was like, hey, babe, uh, I think you missed this one. So she goes over. And here's how you can tell when you actually hit them in the brain. They start flipping and rolling like, like a chicken with their head cut off. Just go right inside that cage. It sounded like a lightning storm. Oh, it was great. Um, the way that I found out. Skull fragments went flying everywhere. Oh, oh that was awesome. Uh, the way I found out that, that possums actually do play possums, there was this cat that looks just like my cat that lived outside at the apartment that I lived in in Tulsa. And mm-hmm. so... It, he he came up to the to the house to the apartment one night and he's staring in the sliding glass door and my cat is sitting at the sliding glass door looking out and so at first i'm like that's my cat's reflection that he's looking at and then my cat looks at me and the reflection didn't i was like what the fuck is happening and then I realized that there was another cat outside. And so I started like, I would go give him a handful of food when he come by. Well, one day he comes by and he's got a little baby possum, you know, maybe three or four inches long. Mm-hmm. And he sets the possum down and he's like, you know, I, I brought this for you. So I go, I, I like go out and bring him some food. And then I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do with this dead possum? And I go back inside. I was going to get a, a, uh, plastic bag and scoop the possum up and go throw it in the dumpster. And I, as I get inside the door, I look back out the little window and this possum that is, you know, stark dead laying there. And the cat's now looking in the window at me, the possum goes, look, turns and looks. And I was like, son of a bitch. (laughs) And by the time I got back out there, it had scurried off. And then the cat was like, where the fuck did my fucking thing go? Uh, That's great. That cat tried to honor you with the gift of dead possum only to fail. That cat needs to commit seppuku. I'm sure that cat's dead now. It was he was in rough shape. But uh, yeah, those are it, the ones that live, man. I I just I'm so tired of of the gynarchy. I'm so tired of like <clears throat> if you don't understand why I need to kill squirrels, shut the fuck up. I don't need a fucking lecture about how I'm inhumane because then it's always like these stupid fucking analogies where it's like, well, how would you like, how would you like it tab? If you went to make yourself a peanut butter sandwich and then it killed you like, well, I'm not so fucking stupid as to be eating peanut butter that I just find in the fucking street. I put my peanut butter on a shelf in the pantry. It's the peanut butter that I purchased at the store. It's right in front of another. I it's the, dry peanut butter that I broke the fucking seal on myself. I'm not some I, dipshit that's just like, oh, look at this. I'm going to eat it. Oh, look at this. I'm going to eat it. I'm going to eat this. Because I have a fucking mammalian brain that's more evolved, a primate brain. Not some fucking stupid squirrel brain. Dumb bitch. Shut the fuck up. I even hired a guy to test my peanut butter before I ate it just to make sure it wasn't poison. So screw you. Yeah. So yeah, I got my second my second bat. I have two poisons because I I saw there were two separate ones. One was the strychnine, and the other one was I don't remember what the other one was. But I just then I went and online, and I'm like strychnine poison, and I a thing popped up, and I bought it, and then I, I looked searched for the other one. I'm gonna mix them both together. I hope it kills every fucking squirrel, bird, rat, mouse, gopher, and small child in this fucking neighborhood. As long as it gets rid of the squirrels, I do not care. Uh, getting shit done. That's what men do. Yeah. 
I gotta I gotta find this thing, man. Uh oh. Cause I cause and because the other thing is I don't want to deal with the trap because I don't want to have to climb up into my attic, set a trap, and then catch the kill a squirrel and then go deal with the body. I want to just put uh, poison out around my house, have all the squirrels in the neighborhood die, and then live in a squirrel-free world. Because, like, I'm, I don't have them, but if you have bird feeders and shit, they will just destroy everything oh, yeah. around you to get... Because they're, they're just consumers. They're fucking Marvel fans. They're the Marvel fans of the animal kingdom. Uh, yeah, I, and I think Marvel fans deserve the same, same treatment. I'm yeah. just sick of Marvel movies. I'm just going to leave little cups of peanut butter outside the next Marvel screening I see just filled with poison see how many of those dipshits just like free peanut butter must be good just put an M on the side of the like a little ketchup cup like from Wendy's and just put an yeah. M on it for Marvel and then fill it with like peanut butter full of like bird seed and just watch people <laughs> yeah um, I think that thing is called a tree sentinel I, I'm gonna I'm, I'm, I'm gonna have to find the video on YouTube after we're done recording and send it to you I swear to God, you, do you have a tree that you can see from a window in your house? Um, I do, yeah, but it's I'm, it's on the street side, so like it would it would probably get stolen by some asshole bleeding heart woman. Oh, you're gonna kill these squirrels! Oh, no, 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 no. Oh. You put it. You put a sign next to the trap that says "To remove trap from tree, insert fingers here," and they put <laughs> and just and just and then like have a note on the inside of that thing that like staples to her finger that says. Ha ha, you dumb bitch. <laughs> no, um, you mind can, your you own can, fucking business. Yeah, you can mount it in such a way, I guess, that it couldn't be seen from the tree but, or from the street. But just to be able to sit in your own home and watch this thing, and like you know, the, you, people like to sit and watch squirrels frolic outside the window. And it doesn't have to be a tree; it could be like a post or anything. It's it's just a little little tube thing, and just watch the squirrel come around. Like he sprinkles some sunflower seeds on the ground, so they kind of attracted the area. And it will reset itself after every kill, right? And it has the CO2 cartridge has so many charges. Firings, yeah. Yeah. So, like, you can have, like, a pile of, like, 10 dead squirrels and then just put them in a box out by the sidewalk that says, like, uh, like free free squirrel corpses or something. I don't know. I'm going to fucking just stake them to the side of my house. Like uh, like, a, like the scarecrows in Planet of the Apes, you know, to put them just, on little squirrel crosses. Yeah, fucking stay the fuck out of here. I'm gonna paint little squirrel uh, ch- markings on the side of my house, like they do on airplanes for every plane you shoot down. So how many fucking squirrels I've killed this month? God, I, please, <sighs> please let me know when you do that. I just you can even put like a little trail cam outside and just catch each squirrel as it gets decapitated. Yeah. Actually, this is not decapitated. It just gets its head completely mashed flat when this little piston goes across. Uh, and, and like that, they're just, they're fucking vermin, man. And they, they, they'll, they chew, ele- the big problem is they chew electrical wires yeah. and then start fires or they'll, the Prius had, this was really bad in the Prius because they use some like shit. Uh, it was environmentally friendly wiring jackets that attracted squirrels and, and mice and rats. And so people would park their Prius and then squirrels or whatever would get up into the engine bay, chew on those things, kill themselves. And then the car was basically non-functioning 
and you get get it towed in, and they'd be like, "Oh yeah, there's a uh, thirty squirrel corpses inside your car." All right, hold on one second. I got a call from Aunt Buck. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I was afraid that was going to be the she just left this call, but it wasn't. She forgot we were doing the show. So anyway, um, well, that's yeah. my issue. We can wrap it up. Uh, the densification of animals. Uh, I, I hate I hate Disney so much. It's unreal. Yeah, me too. Uh, fortunately, they're in bad. They're in real bad financial shape. So, yeah, I hope they go out of business. So, anyway, well, this has been here's what I'll get. I'm Tab Burt. I'm Uncle Black. I'll catch you guys next week. Bye bye. Call on the Here's Why I Don't Get Hotline. Call us at 704-750-9434 and tell us what you don't get. Or you can visit us on Discord under the voicemail upload. Um, I'm going to make a request to the listeners. So yeah. uh, this episode is not going to come out till Thursday night, Friday. Uh, for next week, do, do, do Uncle Buck a solid favor if you're a Buck fan. Uh, call in, leave a voicemail, wish an Aunt Buck your condolences on, on her mom. And that way I can play those for her and she can feel the love. All right. Leave us your condolences voicemails. For Guggy. Here's, here's a, actually this is the only one because I've got one for Tim and one for Chaco. All right. Yeah, we're down. Um, okay. I'm, I'm on the last bag of dog food with about uh, maybe three or four days left. So, see you later. Bye. Well, that call was on Monday. Uh, so I can only assume that his dogs are dead. <laughs> I, so I'm curious how our voicemail number has gotten promulgated into the wider sphere of, of public use for whatever reason. People are just There's only them. one answer. It's Andy. It, <laughs> I'm sure he's like writing our, our he's, he's writing it on bathroom stalls. For a good time call. I'm going to start doing that, actually. That's not a bad idea. Just going to start tagging our voicemail number in bathrooms. I can't believe I, it's been, what, six years and I just thought of this idea? That's fucking genius. To, like, fucking write that on just see what the voicemails that show up are. Oh, man. I got to go start going to some dive bars just writing oh. that on the walls. Man, put up a QR code that just, as soon as you scan it, it just calls the number. Yeah. Yeah, oh. that's a uh, man. I'm 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 on board. Because those are yeah. those are turning out to be the most interesting voicemails. They are. To- they're they So this is what, yeah, if you have a dive bar you go to somewhere, write our go in the bathroom, bring a Sharpie 704-750-9434 and let's just see what the, what happens in the world. That would be great. Should we put a tagline under it or or just no. just the just, raw just number? put the number and see what happens. Man, I'm on board. So we don't have anything else? No, that's it. Uh, the other ones are for other people. So, Yeah, well, that's. I know uh, Chaco has been dimming me like, uh, man, I'm going to get so much blowback for this week's episode that he did last week. And I was like, maybe. Like, I think uh, I think a lot of the HWIDG listener base is pretty black pill. Also agrees with him, yeah. Yeah, I, I kind of don't. I kind of don't see that really drawing that much ire. Um, if we had a broader listener base, 
people who are like if we have some normies, then he women. might get some get some re. But <laughs> if it's women listening, yeah, I think they're they're probably in pretty short. Support. We had a couple listening there for a while. We did, uh, and then one of them like said I like had a crush on me or thought I was cute or something, and then she immediately stopped listening. Yeah, because you found out you're married. Well, uh, I've also got, apparently I'm also popular in the bear community. <laughs> hmm. uh, apparently, uh, apparently everybody wants a little taste of buck. It's, uh, it's disconcerting. It's weird. And I, I don't know what to think about it. So well, <clears throat> everyone let's get out of here. Put your pants back on. Drinking right. it off. Yeah. Jilling, whatever. I only have eyes for Aunt Buck. For now. Well, I mean, it depends on which one of us dies first, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. If It'll I be- die first, I'm definitely going after those those hot other corpses in the graveyard. I think if you die first, you have to just haunt your house. So if, if she does try and, like, hook up with another guy, you can, like, use your ghost chicanery and, like, fuck well, first off, boner. I'm going to show up dressed like this. So it's going to be a total oxymoron. <laughs> Yeah. Uh and it's just gonna be it's just gonna be like I don't know, what's the weirdest, most non-scary thing a ghost could mess with that is still like, oh well, there's definitely a ghost here, but he like like uh unprogrammed all the channels in my Roku. Like that bastard. That would be a good one. Like who keeps who keeps rearranging my candles? Damn it. Uh who keeps stabbing all of my throw pillows? Whenever I'm not home, why do I hear somebody like I'm, every time I'm, I'm almost asleep, I hear some random asshole yelling about things. What's all this about this guy? I keep I, some guy will come over to like try and, and you know, like sleep over or whatever. She'll get remarried or something. And her new husband will be like, you know, I keep having weird dreams about this guy, like screaming about installing a 10 inch pipe under the bed with a ball valve and I, I, what's all this about? Like, I don't, I don't get it. So. Yeah. Well, that's it, everybody. We'll see you. (laughs) See you.